and welcome to episode 153 of the Chase the Red Group podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And today we're just going to have another just random podcast with some updates and talk about our Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we hope hope that everyone is well and you had a good weekend last weekend. I don't think it's the Easter anybody imagined, but... Well, hopefully you had time to eat plenty of Easter eggs if yeah. you wanted to. And maybe some people's Easter would have been like completely manic normally because mm. they would have been here, there and everywhere seeing friends and family and all that jazz. And while that's good, maybe the more relaxing Easter was yeah. more preferable. Yeah, the ne- Netflix and Disney Plus Easter. Yeah. <laughs> well, here in the UK, we know we are going to have at least an extra three weeks of lockdown yep. here. So I think it's up until the 7th of May our lockdown is still in place and who knows what's going to happen after that, but I don't imagine much will change, if anything. We'll have yeah, to see. Maybe some things will start to open, maybe. Who knows? Who we knows? can't speculate. There's no point. No, there's no point. Um, but we were we were all, I think, kind of expecting this lockdown to mm. get um, increased. Yeah. Yeah. And stretch. So, yeah, so we got another three weeks of lockdown and that'll take us into the due month of our baby. So that's quite daunting and scary as it is. Yeah, so they might arrive before that time is finished. They might arrive just after. Who knows? But even if they arrived around that time, I think we would probably naturally be in a kind of semi lockdown mode anyway from what i can understand you don't exactly go out and about if you've got a brand new baby maybe people come and visit you but that would be the only difference but well well, i was i was learning that um pregnant women are more likely to become a bit more reclusive in the run-up to their baby being born anyway yeah like it's actually a natural thing because you want to protect the baby and protect yourself so it's a natural thing for women to to want to stay more indoors, hmm. only see people, a very few people, very like trusted few. Circle, yeah. And um, so maybe it's just the whole world's getting that same <laughs> that same uh, experience as I am. So they're just helping us to prepare. Yeah. By just backing off. So what have we been doing? What have we been having? First of all, as you can tell by the title of this podcast, we made that coffee. We made the Dalgona coffee and you know what? Well, if, if you don't know, we have a separate Instagram account called Bean Geeks. We love our coffee. And so when we saw this Dalgona coffee circulating on Instagram and all over social media, we were like, well, we've got to try it, right? Can you explain to the listeners that don't know what it is? Okay, so it's called Dalgona coffee, which... everyone's it's um this korean coffee drink and first of all i'll have to say me getting all geeky it's not it's not an original korean drink the chef presenter on korean tv he found this this coffee on his travels and produced it on his show and he called it dalgona coffee because dalgona is a biscuit in Korea and it tastes very similar to that so he named it Dalgona coffee 
and he had it on his show and he put it on his Instagram and then it grew arms and legs yeah. and, and now it's everyone's doing it. So anyway. Where did it come from originally? Well, originally it's it's actually a coffee that is made all over the world. So everybody kind of has their twist on it. Yeah, maybe not everybody, but, but certain certain countries. Um, India make it very yeah. frequently. Um, we found that when we made it, it reminded us of a Greek frappe. Yeah. Um, so there are various different countries all over the world. Who so it's make, not new? No, it's not new. Who make their own like kind of versions of this. Um, so basically what you do is you take some instant coffee and it must be instant coffee you cannot make this with freshly brewed delicious like no. coffee that you would sit down and and save it over this has to be instant coffee otherwise it will not work i'm using instant decaf coffee so that i can try it so you take two teaspoons of that put it in a cup you take two teaspoons of sugar put it in a cup and two teaspoons of boiling water in your cup and then you mix that all together and then you froth it up and you keep on frothing, keep on frothing, keep on frothing until it becomes this really thick, hmm. um, almost, how would you describe it? Like a foam. Like a foam, like it becomes like, um, like fluffy, like clouds. Yeah. In my head, I was just like, like Angel Delight. No, it's, it's a lot more, That's a bit heavier, um, isn't it? it's a lot more like aerated than that. Almost like if you're whipping up meringues, yeah. that kind of whoopy. And then when you get that, you, in a separate glass, you put half a cup of milk and some ice if you want to. And Which we you, keep forgetting to put in the freezer. Yeah. And then you spoon this, this whoopy foam over the top that you've done with your coffee. And yes, you will be spooning it because it will be mm. that thick. And then... You, you drink it. I'm presuming everybody stirs it at least together when they drink it because, as you can imagine, the you, you need the, the milk and the coffee yeah, to, I, to be stirred. I reckon it's like a presentation thing where you've got the split between the milk and the foam stuff. But then if you were to just drink that, you would just get milk because the foam would move out of the way. Yeah. So you surely must mix it. Well, what we do is we take our frother and we actually blitz the foam with the milk mm. foam it all up together and it really does taste like a greek frappe when you do yeah. it that way and i'm like okay this is delicious and it's strong it tastes strong because you actually don't have very much liquid to dilute it even with the half a cup of milk you know it's a fairly it's, it's, short coffee it's two teaspoons of of instant coffee which is is it's strong yeah because normally i use one for a a whole big Muck. cup. Yeah, so, but you've also got the equal amount of sugar, which takes away some of the bitterness. And also, um, milk is sweet as well. Yeah, it's delicious. So, it is, we, we love it. Yeah. We think it's delicious. Um, there are some alternatives. So, I have tried, instead of granulated sugar, I've tried it with both honey and maple syrup. And I find that, but one and a half teaspoons of maple syrup is my favorite way of doing it. And it also just makes it a little less sweeter, which is kind of how I like it. But even with the two teaspoons of sugar, just go ahead. We're in lockdown. We need some treats. Yeah. And making a fancy coffee that's probably got less sugar than like the smallest frappy drink from Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
like you know it's it's it's, it's definitely probably a lot better than getting one of those um and we just use you know those ikea frothers that everyone's got lingering in the back of their cupboard because they bought one from ikea thinking they were going to make these frothy drinks all the time and then never did well we took out our ikea frother and it froths this stuff up just perfectly and yeah it's a really really nice coffee yeah okay everyone's like doing it as a it's a like a it's like a phase thing on Instagram, but you know what? It's actually really nice. And as I said, if you want it with a you know a little bit less sugar, use some maple syrup or some honey, and yeah, you can whip it up and enjoy a nice uh, frappy yeah. beverage at home. It's just a bit of fun as well. Yeah, like, it's bit. nice. It's nice to take five minutes, like in the middle of the day, to just spend some time making a fancy coffee and then sit there with your straw yeah in your in your cup and just sip away and i think that when you know with working from home and all of that all of these lines have been blurred and you used to take you know five or ten minutes to go and either go get a coffee or go make a coffee or whatever so you know just maybe have that five or ten minutes even on a work day to just go do something that's not staring at a computer for five minutes. Yeah, exactly. But also, we should say that in making a proper, proper cup of coffee with some good beans, yeah. like that's still that's still um, really worthwhile doing as well and savouring over that. I'm not doing that right now because there are some places that do a good, that do some good decaf beans, but I'm just kind of biding my time until I can have some really good regular coffee again um but a lot of people you know I've seen are a bit downhearted about the fact that they can't go to their local coffee shops and they can't enjoy you know the the, the coffee that they all love to have and and savor over and you know sometimes you're like well you know the beans that I can buy from the supermarket aren't so great but we've got a top tip for you Check out your favorite cafe on Instagram because you might find that maybe they roast their own beans or the supplier that they get their beans from, they're actually selling them and sending them via post Mm. to your home. So you might still be able to get your favorite coffee shop coffee and you can make it at home. One of our um, favorite local cafes, Two Brothers, they are also, they roast their own beans. And in order to keep kind of surviving through all this, they are still roasting their beans and they're selling them online and then they're sending them in the post to your home. And we got some beans from them the other week. And yeah, it's, it's just fantastic. And you can really tell tell the difference between you know general shop stuff which is fine even the you know fancy stuff at the shop and you know this kind of local properly done you know ground the day before you ordered it well like roasted like we we got ours I mean, sorry roasted yeah and it had only been roasted like a few days previous and just that freshness yeah but i think what's really important to us is also that we can support our local roasters and our local coffee shops during this time so i definitely recommend checking it out yeah because you might find that you could be supporting them and enjoying 
your favorite coffee at home. Yeah, and you may not have a fancy dancy espresso machine like in the shop, but you know, this is where we can get creative or go back to old school. You know, the old French press cafetiere does pretty well, or you could go for the funky AeroPress option, which I used all the time at work because you just get a really good coffee really quickly and not very messy which yeah. is quite good when you're in an office and you can get an aeropress or a french press from amazon pretty cheap yeah which we've all got access to and you know it's just nice to be it's nice to just have something nice isn't it yeah each day i you know start my day switch on the laptop and i go oh i still got my good good coffee and also if you don't have a grinder don't worry just ask them to grind it yeah and i'm sure they will yeah and they'll often ask even how you are brewing it so they can get the grind just just right yeah so back to our easter weekend and if i think about it it was pretty much disney plus yeah i'm so glad we got disney plus it only came in the uk in march yeah end of march end of march so you know we haven't had it as an option for very long but we we definitely made the right choice. We've done we've we've used it well. Yeah. So right now in the morning with our breakfast we're watching cartoons because, yeah. you know, why not? It's better than watching all the crazy stuff that's going on in the news. So we're alternating between uh recess, Doug and Goof Troop. You know, the classics. The classics. I must admit my favourite I think is Goof Troop. Uh I would agree with that. I never realised how much of a moaner Doug was. Yeah, Doug likes to moan. Like, to the point where I'm like, I don't know if I can put up with you. Like, just chill out, man. Yeah. I know you're 11 and things are hard, but... Oof. And recess is obviously Recess good. is recess always is classic. Good, but I think there's just something special about Goof Troop. It could be because one of my favourite Disney films is a Goofy movie. Yeah. Um, so good. And I love the relationship between Goofy and his son, Max. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. And uh, but Goof Tube, I think, does focus a lot more on Max rather yeah. than Goofy. Yeah, he's is, not in it so much. Yeah, or not right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're having fun with that. Yeah, and it's when you realise that Pete in a Goof Troop is the Tasmanian Devil voice. Yeah, there you go, Taz, and Pete. You know, Angry Man. Tasmanian devil, angry, spinny thing. Yeah, seems fair. Yeah. Um, so over the Easter weekend, sorry, I must say, if I'm sounding a bit croaky, it's just, I think, because I've been, I'm normally, like, at home, just in silence throughout my days. And I think because David's been at home for these past, goodness knows how many weeks now, a month, um, my voice just gets really croaky yeah. when I talk a lot. So if I'm sounding croaky, I do apologise. But yeah, so our Easter weekend, we watched three Disney films. We watched Kronk's New Groove, which Emperor's New Groove is one of my, it's in my top 10 of Disney films. I think it's highly underrated. So Kronk's New Groove was the sequel and it was really fun. That was good. And then we watched Sleeping Beauty because David couldn't remember watching it. And I'm like, there's more to this than just this blonde girl, like falling asleep. I was like, there's dragons, there's evil witches, and the three fairy, the three um, fairies that like take care of her are just amazing. I know I have watched it, but it's just one of those films that I reckon I watched it quite young, didn't watch it a lot growing up, so therefore was like, I can't remember. Well, you didn't anything. Really, you didn't really have Disney films on 
I no, we tip. did. We did, but not as much as you. We had a select few. We didn't have the wide variety. Yeah, so you didn't really have Disney films. Not a lot of them. I think from about like Aladdin onwards, that's when we started to do that more, but not not the classics. Yeah, whereas we had like yeah. them all, which I'm very thankful for. Thanks, Mum and Dad. Um, and then we also watched Ben Knobs of Broomsticks, which I love. I think it's... I think everybody, when when people think of, um, like, would you call it a live action? Disney, yeah, yeah. Disney films with people in it. I think. No, yeah, live action. I think that I think li- I think it's because live action seem to be like you know the remake of the Lion King. Yeah, yeah. And it's the, the remake it, of a cartoon is now live action. Um, but you know, yeah. So Disney film with people in it. Everyone thinks of Mary Poppins, which is awesome, but. I think Bedknobs and Broomsticks is better. It's the music was done by the same people as Mary Poppins, and so they're just as toe tapping, and it's just such an awesome like story. Yeah, I mean, you just like, I, as a kid, I remembered the the animated bit with the football match and the lion and all that kind of stuff. But when you watch it again, I love the little kids because they're just like cheeky cockneys, which is great. And then, you know, you've even got like random cameos by like Bruce Forsyth with a knife, you know, yeah. what's not to like? But I think, I think that's what's really cool. Like Ben Knobs and Broomsticks is like these three Cockney kids who, you know, are just like a bit rough around the edges and you've got to love them. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then compared to Mary Poppins, where you've got these two kids who grew up in this fancy house and they're, <laughs> they're like, you know, you're, you're, yeah, they've never had to want for anything. And then you've got these kids who are like, want a bit of bangers and mash <laughs> like, a bit of lolly <laughs> a bit, no bangers and mash is the food lolly is money. no that's what, what i was saying that's what he said a bit of lolly wants some money but it's like when she's like what do you like to eat and they're like bubble and squeak bangers and mash toad in the owl <laughs> what's not to like oh it's so good but yeah um and also over easter we did make our cornflake cakes mm-hmm. which were delicious so it's just melted chocolate mix it into cornflakes put them in like little cases and then put a couple of mini eggs on top and they look like Easter nests. Exactly. You have to put the mini eggs in them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And uh, Three ingredients. Three ingredients. And they're just absolutely delicious and they remind us of our childhood and they're so tasty. They didn't require much effort, but I think that's exactly what we wanted, something a bit fun. And uh, they were really tasty and they didn't last very long. No. Yep. <laughs> and then um, we also made a roast dinner from scratch. So we had roast pork with applesauce and roast potatoes, sweet potatoes, carrots, parsnips. And then we made a cauliflower cheese from scratch, which, oh, it was so delicious. <laughs> and then so we had delicious. it the next day as leftovers. And then we had some of the pork still throughout the week. It was good times. Oh, and it was really tasty. It's one of those things I think... Um, Sometimes you just need some time to when things are slow to realize that, you know, making like a big meal from scratch, like we cook a lot and we make everything we do from scratch, but like that kind of Sunday roast dinner. Mm. Yeah, like, the, the, it takes three, four hours to do kind of yeah. set up. Oh, but it was so delicious. Every mouthful we were just like, yum, yum, Tasty. yum, yum. <laughs> and of course we promised we got... We had our bounty Easter egg, so the chocolate bar bounty. So the 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 whole premise behind the bounty Easter egg was 
you got two bounty bars with it, one dark, one regular. Milk. Yeah. And then the actual egg itself had coconut through it. Yeah. And so David, and David David made this choice that this was going to be our Easter egg this year, and he was very excited about it, and he stayed very patient, and we didn't have yeah. any until Good Friday. Exactly. So David, what is your review of the Bounty Easter egg? I think it's a very good Easter egg. It's not, it wasn't quite as coconut roughy as I was hoping, but I get that. that not, not like the um, Australian coconut yeah. roughs. But it was good, good thickness. It yeah, was quite it chunky. It did have a good thickness to it. And enough uh, coconutty bits, but without too much. Yeah. Would you recommend the Bounty Egg? I would. It's a bit late, unless you can get it on offer for yeah. your supermarket having them left over. And remember, the smaller Bounty Eggs that you could get were just a plain egg. Exactly. You had to get the large. The jumbo. Yeah. And I had a dark Bounty for the... Well, we both did for the first time. And they're, they're okay. I, yeah. can, I can see why people would enjoy them. Yeah. I quite, I quite liked it. I think I need more of them to fully understand if I like them as a, as a superior chocolate bar, but I get them now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. And we also played... A solid 7 out of 10 all round, I would say. 7 out of 10? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. On the scale of me never rating Easter eggs, so we've got no comparisons. Yeah. Although we did have a fancy one last year in Australia that was like very similar, coconut roughy. But, that was but it was from a fancy chocolatier, and that was damn good. Yeah. That would have to at least be a 9 out of 10. Yeah, I was going to say, but... So because that would be a 9 out of 10, I think yeah. this one, 7 out of 10 is fair. But this one did come with additional chocolate bars, so... Yeah. That's a win. Yeah. Not a giant mug. It wasn't one of those no. Easter eggs. They don't really do them anymore. I think they do a couple of them, like retro <laughs> The yorky <eggs>. ones. <laughs> um, but if you didn't know, like... Back when we were young, they went through this phase of Easter eggs in the UK coming with a mug that had the chocolate bar like kind of design on yeah. it. So everybody had like a Smarties cup or a Yorkie cup or a mini egg mini one, egg cup, dairy whatever. milk. Yeah, Kit Kat. Oh, oh no, I think it was just um, Cadbury that did yeah. it. Flake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, just naming chocolate bars now. Yeah, so that was our that was our Easter. It was very good. Yeah. Um, and a wee update on our games marathon. So we are still playing games and telling the score of who's winning what. We did mm. play Monopoly over Easter. Oh, I was so close. You were so close. I got Park Lane and Mayfair, and I was like, "Here we go!" But then Jen got all the reds, and that yeah. that was my downfall. But it was. It but was... I had all the oranges, which were next door. But she just never wanted to stop there. Yeah. It was it was it was one of those games where I thought, Oh, it's gonna be really close. I think I might lose this one. It was basically whoever landed on the other person's big hitters next was basically done for. Because yeah. we couldn't be bothered with the whole mortgage stuff and so it's like if you run out of money, you're done. Yeah, that's the kind of rule we played. So otherwise so. it just drags. So yeah, well, I was can close do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so right now I'm winning 4-1, and... I'll take that. <laughs> You're like a fun one, yay. Yeah, I was but, just worried I wouldn't ever win. But that. we've got more games to play, we do. We do, and it's been fairly close. We've, we haven't had any that are like totally... That one person is just totally flat and the other person. No, I think they've always been really close games. And a lot of the games that we're playing, it's almost like you score them at the end. So you don't really know until at the very end, and then you kind of go, oh, I lost by like five points. Yeah. Um, and finally, we're going to do our 
do a, a top tip for the week. Top tip. Top tip. And this week we bought some flowers. So we didn't do anything special. These were just flowers that David picked up from the supermarket while he was already doing our weekly shop. And we got some tulips. And right. they have brought so many smiles to us in the past few days since we got them. Every time we walk into the living room and you see these multicolored tulips, they've made us smile so much. So mm. if you're at the supermarket doing your groceries and you see some flowers there, why not pick up some? Why not treat yourself to some flowers and just have the smiles that you see yeah. when you see them? And the weather's so nice. The, the sun's coming through the windows and they're really doing well. Yeah, and they've got oh, such a pop of color too. Mm. It's nice, really nice. good. So that's our top tip for the week. Top tip. But anyway, we're going to let you get on and we're going to go and have some lunch. Why we always do this before we have food, I do not know. But we're always hungry by the time we get to the end of the podcast. I think I'm just always hungry. Yeah, that is true. But particularly now because it's lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to comment on anything we've talked about today, please do. Please leave a comment on Instagram with a post that goes along with this particular episode or if you want you can send us an email at com. just say hello and we'll fill you in on all the details of what's going on in our lockdown world exactly <laughs> not that we're not already sharing that but anyway yep yep so yeah we'd love to we'd love to know how your easter went yeah. in particular and did you make anything did how much disney did you watch and what eggs did you eat yeah and also um have you tried the Delgona coffee? And if so, yeah. what did you think about it? Really want to know about that. But anyway, that's it for this week, guys. And we'll see you all next week for more fun chat and discussion. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.